is it pushing it apart, or would it just would it collapse? Because vacuum is nothing, but that collapses and then there's nothing. But space is like distance; you can actually travel through it. So there must be something that you're traveling through. I don't know. It's crazy. It's physics. But I don't understand physics. Wow, this is way too deep for the first. What are we at? The first two minutes of the <laughs> That's it. We're done. Okay. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, where's Wisconsin? So then we're going to Ice Fishing next week. I think the Packers. I think they're going to go all the way this year. Right? Well, let's let's what do you talk think? about that. Let me, I, I, let's talk about it's the fundamental interconnectedness of Vince Lombardi's things. Let's talk about football. What do you like football? Do you watch football? No. Do you do you have any? What is be Eric's philosophy on football? Yeah, go football. Hey, Eric, did you watch the game last Sunday? No. Why not? Uh, because I think I'd rather stand around in my cold garage and organize my junk. Yeah, but they, it was a it was a great game. The snow was coming down, and they just they kicked the pants off of. Uh, I'd rather organize uh, the, the junk in my garage. Than See, watch I'm not even that great. Big football. grown men kick the pants off each other in the snow. And besides, you know what? I would rather stand in my garage, play the music I like to play, have a couple of beers that are really cheap, and especially the ones that I've made. And organize all the stuff I have, figure out what I have, and I can look out the window and see the beautiful snow falling down, and it's very calm, and it's not amongst 4,000 other screaming human beings that I don't give a rat's ass about, and they're pissing me off, and then I realize that I have to drive through it, and it's traffic, and then I might have a couple beers, and I have to drive, and I might be drunk, and I get in trouble, and I crash, and, and, and it costs me a shitload of money. I'll stay in my garage, and it's, I can see the snow outside, and, and at any time I can walk into my house, and there's my baby. And there's my wife, and I can say, hey, why don't we uh, go get a coffee? And it's very calm, and I enjoy my life that way. So let me ask you this. You don't, obviously you don't care to watch football, uh, but what do you think about football as a whole? Is it a waste of time? Is it, do you appreciate what it stands for? I think it, it has a sense of football. I think it, what it, 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 it has definitely some good, good points. It definitely does. It, uh, it, it keeps kids out there exercising, it gets them interested in something, it makes them think a little bit and get some exercise, they run around, they have organized teams, organized sports and whatnot. But on the other hand, it also, uh, and, and you're talking, we're talking about football, but I have a tendency to be here, I'm generalizing it, I'm, I'm backing up and talking about all sports, wherein it kind of gives a false sense of hope to kids, where it's like, oh, I'm going to be a basketball player, I'm going to be a football player, I don't have to study, I'm just going to, you know, get out there and play a lot of good football and make millions of dollars and and then having dog fights and meh, meh, meh. Um, Okay, so in that respect, it's not so good. Also, the reason it's not so good is because it generates so much money. And if you talk about the college teams and how the 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 the, uh, the, the amount of money that is appropriated for the for the football. It's, it's out of whack, kind of, with, with the study. Although, see, now there's a good part about that because it brings in a lot of revenue and it gets a lot of people out on the campus and it gets people excited and it's, it's, a, it's a peppy thing. It, it gets people excited and they get out there and they talk and they have fun. I mean, my wife is, like, she, she some of her best memories of college are like, oh, we went to the game, it was a lot of fun, you know. Like, but now, I, maybe, and maybe I'm, have, like, beaten that out of her, but now she's, she feels the you same You won't way. watch football. <laughs> no, she never got into, like, sitting there, you know, uh, at, at home and wearing the big Packers shirt and going, yay, yay, the Packers are winning. But in terms of, like, going to the game, and, and I can actually see where that does have its merit. Um, going with, I mean, actually, I had a good time going to the women's volleyball game. We, we went to that. That was a blast. What about going to a live football game? Whether it be like the Wisconsin Badgers, 
here in Madison or the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Not so much. Not so much. I've seen no, I've seen a hockey game, and that was pretty cool. I liked the hockey game. Um, and I've seen somebody give us sticks one time to a Bucks game. We went to a Bucks game. I could, did not enjoy that very much at all because there was a million people. They were all, like every 13 seconds or so, they would all stand up and clap and then they would sit down. And before I could even stand up, they it was like up and up, up and up. And then, and then there was all these, it was constantly like a bunch of uh, fouls, and it seems like the fouls, learning to play the fouls are more important than actually playing the game. You know, if you can if you can follow, and you know what, actually that is kind of, a, uh, it, that reflects on, on our on our, on our identity as, as, a, as a working uh, co- country. If you know how to play the game, you can get yourself. If you if you go to a good college, and even if you don't get if you're if you have a football scholarship or something, you can ride through there. But if you don't make it into the pros, you don't got to worry about nothing. You're probably gonna swing into a sweet job somewhere as a as a not maybe not an accountant, but like a like a sales manager or something, where you don't have to be too smart, but you have to be good with people, right? And you're gonna make a shitload of money have a corner office. And you're all set because you're the good old boy with all the football fans, and you can talk about your days at football games, you know? Really? There's that much stock in, like, peaking in high school? Not high school, I said college. Oh, college, college. yeah, I suppose. Uh, maybe. Well, let, me tell, let, me, let me tell you about my football experience, okay? <clears throat> the Packers won the Super Bowl, I don't even remember when, like, 94, was it? I don't remember. Uh, that was later than that. It was like 97. You know, actually, it, it was the first two they won, well, right? right? the first two. But and then they won another one in 96, I think. 96. So I'm not that big of a football uh, fan. But so 96, I watched the Super Bowl, and it was a good game. You know, I, I didn't understand. Uh, down by contact, out of bounds, one knee, all that sort of stuff. I annoyed the flags and stuff. And stuff. Unfortunately, <laughs> I know all, all the I did at the time. So I watched that, and I was like, oh, the Packers won the Super Bowl. And so I was like, well, you know... I got nothing else to do on Sundays. I'll start watching football. And so, 97, I watched all that season of football, and they made it all the way to the Super Bowl, and they lost. It's like, oh, well, that's okay. You know, I, they played a good game, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I, I watched. I kept watching and watching. That was the year Holmgren. Uh, he resigned after that Super Bowl. Oh, hard. Well, excuse me? Bored. You're bored. Sorry. Schopenhauer. So you don't want me to... T- you, you want to do all the talking. You no! Know, you any of the talking. No, I, I think actually what happened there was... I did do a lot of talking. I'm getting to a point. Okay. And, and the point is, I watched all of that. I started understanding football. I started really getting into it. And then I had a kid. And the new football season started. And I was like, oh... You have a baby goat? I have a baby... I have a baby... I have a, I have a baby girl. A baby human girl. Not a baby kid. A baby goat is a baby kid. I know. I understood that reference. I couldn't play off of it, though. Anyways, uh, and, you know, uh, and now I'm at a point where uh, it's a time management issue. You know, a football game. To watch a football game? How long is that? Three hours? Three and a half hours? So you miss that? No, I'm not saying I miss watching football. It's just, like, I had to come to, like... Do, do I really want to spend three and a half hours of my day not paying attention to, to my daughter? Or if she's sleeping, if she's taking a nap, the football game happens to be on. Do I want to spend those precious few hours while it's another negative or point against Do I want to work on the house? Do I want to work on some video? There's the junk in your garage. <laughs> There's the junk in my garage. So, 
Oh, you, yeah, folks, I folks we're, having a, we're having a poll, so if you want to go to redcat.org, there's going to be just a drop-down box, organize the Junkity Garage, or watch oh, football. Watch, oh, oh, my God. I wonder, it would be overwhelmingly. <laughs> you guys crazy. Watch football while organizing the garage. That would have to be an option. Hey. Huh? Hey. I think a lot of, I, you know what, I think that's a popular thing to do nowadays. So, it's, I, you know, I'm just kind of reflecting upon my life here at this point. Like, I, I had all this Boring. <laughs> Bowling. Whoops, where did that come from? Now, every time I talk, you okay. can't just say I'm bored. No, 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 no. I, okay, Here, here's what I was going to say before. And that was a good story. And it, and it, and it did make sense, and it was a very nice... Boring. Ball. I'm bored. I talked way too much in the beginning. Uh-huh. And I felt like I had to keep talking, because I was hoping you were going to kind of bust in here and kind of... No, man, you were, on, you were on a roll. Not really. I, no, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, it was not very concise. I didn't, I didn't make my points very clear. Folks, I'm sorry about that, because if you're even still listening, it's amazing that you are, because I had nothing really to say there. I oh, kind of was meandering and... We're not going to have a, a single listener until at least the third or fourth uh, show. This is a free-for-all. Nobody's listening to this crap. Schopenhauer. <laughs> He's turning over his grave. Right? Why does people keep calling my name? Just this is just let it go, man. Every time just you say Schopenhauer, you know, uh, just a, let this a, one a, a flower buds <laughs> in 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 the Azores. Is that that's a kind of island somewhere? I don't know. The in Trinidad in Trinidad. What's the last What's the last movie you saw? Movie? Um. Oh, oh I just watched a movie, didn't I? I, wa- <laughs> I watched a Miyazaki movie that yeah. it was not translated into English, and it had these. Tanakis, Tanakis. Oh. You ever read Tom Robbins? Mm-hmm. Oh, you've read. Um, I read Still Life uh, with Woodpecker. Woodpecker. Okay. Read the uh, Tanuki. The Tanukis. The Tanuki. So this this Japanese movie. I don't really like the Tanuki book all that much. No, no, that was Fierce Invalids from Hot Climates. No, that was his latest one. It was. Yeah, that's what it was called. No. Are you sure? Yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter. The Tanukis. It was not. That's when he was like down in Vietnam or something. There was some Vietnam. Stuff that was called there. Fierce Invalids from Hot Climates. Was it? Yep. Well, Anyways, it wasn't very doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, no that was his. That was his newest book. It's not as good. I wouldn't recommend. The, the best one is Skinny Legs and All. Have you ever read that one? I. Best one ever. Right it starts out the very first chapter. Here's here. All right, folks. Here's a concise, uh, little literary uh, literary moment. Do, 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 do. Um, the book. And now Skinny literary moments. <laughs> Eric Sainish. Skinny legs and all, Tom Robbins. Very first chapter. There's a, a guy who is kind of an engineer, and uh, he, he's a he's a welder and whatnot. And he he falls in love with this beautiful girl who's like a well-educated New York, upstate, you know, debutante, whatever. Um, so he tries to win her love, and the way he does this is he takes an airstream, one of those old silver airstream. Um, I can't think of the word. Winnebago's? No, like a camper. Oh, like a camper. Big yeah. old... Yeah, silver and silver. And he, and he welds giant stainless steel drumsticks to the side of it, so it looks like a giant turkey wrapped in aluminum foil. Okay, cool. Because for some reason, that is what he thinks will win her heart. And it does. Okay. And then it goes on from there. They have a little love affair. And actually, the, the main characters in the book are as follows. A soup can... A painted stick, a conch shell, a sock, a purple sock, and a spoon. Those are the main characters in the book. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Literally, wow. moment over. It's a great book. Check it out. Um, but my point about the Tanukis was the last movie okay. I saw. The last movie I saw was um, a Miyazaki movie that was not translated into English. And it was... Uh, you got to keep the mic on. <laughs> I don't know what it was called, but these Tanukis at one point, I'm going to get right to the point. Okay. 
Tanukis. At one point, one of them had a ball sack. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So big, it's ridiculous. In the movie? Yeah, he just just flew. It blew up so big, it turned into a ship. Our our Tanukis must. Okay, here 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 comes my. well, they're they're like badgers. My uneducatedness is—is is there really such a creature as a tanuki? It's it's a badger. It's, it's a badger. basically a badger. But is it like a Japanese badger? Okay, in Japan, everything has here's, a spirit. Here's the reason I ask. I don't mean to cut you off. The reason I ask is the first time I had ever heard of a tanuki was Super Mario Brothers three. The geeks out there, they can rec- they can relate to that. Super Mario Brothers three, you had the tanuki suit. You ca- you captured a, a feather, I think, and then you had, you were a tanuki. With a tail and little ears. Yeah, yeah. I never knew what that was. Okay, okay. okay. And so you, that was the Tanuki. And you could fly. And so years and years and years and years later, I'm reading the Tim, Tom, Tom Robbins book and flipping through and he's like, oh, the Tanukis with a giant ball sack. Boom, 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 boom. What was it? Plababam? Oh, plababababababam. Something like that. So anyway, the book's not that great. It's a quote from, don't read it. It's not that great. Excuse me, and all are the... Just like football, we talk about it a lot, but it's really not that great. The Woodpecker book is awesome. Anyway, so... Brainwashed. I couldn't tell if from the video game or from the book if uh, a tanuki was like a mythical creature or if it truly does exist. Okay, here's no, here's sorry. Wrong with it. The uh, the what? I'm gonna Wikipedia a tanuki. The, the 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 Japanese have a tendency to have a spirit for everything. Yes. And they believe that there's like little mischievous spirits and there's and there's good spirits. Oh, the tanukis are mischievous, aren't they? Exactly. Okay. Kind of like a fox. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So they, 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 the, the tanukis oh. and, and they're very sexual. They're always. Yes. If, if you yes. have tanukis around, if you have badgers around, you are going to be prolific in, in, in the sex department. So that's that's where the, the, the whole tanuki... I mean, I don't know that much about Japanese culture or anything like that, but... <laughs> but we know a lot about tanukis. Well, it's kind of cool. It's kind of, it's kind of an interesting thing, yeah. How, how do you spell tanuki? I have no idea. Uh, I really don't know. You know, Wikipedia. Okay, okay, I'm getting bored again. What, what were we talking about? Yeah, wow. oh, we were talking about... We, we talked about how tanuki. we got this thing hooked up. Yeah, there's a picture of a tanuki. Yeah, it's like a badger, isn't it? Or is it a baboon? They have been a part of Japanese folklore since ancient times. The legendary Tanuki is reputed to be mischievous and jolly, a master of disguise and shape-shifting, but somewhat gullible and absent-minded. There you go. Tanuki is often mistakenly translated as a raccoon or a badger. All right, well... Mistakenly. There you go. Mistakenly. All right, folks, you can probably look that up on your own. Wikipedia, uh, man. Wikipedia. I love it. I love it. Did I tell you that story about the... uh... This has been a Eric and Jeremy factoid. Moving on. Factoid. Over. Oh. 10-4. <laughs> that story about the uh, in 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 tech. Was it in tech? I don't know. So I'm picking through the garbage at work, and there's all these engineering guys and maintenance guys. They got all these magazines, trade magazines, right? And I like to pick them out and read them, right? Sure. It's kind of cool. I just want to dig through the garbage and read somebody else's magazine. <laughs> it's not fun to have a bottle of red wine one day. Okay, now I'm bored. So you get you get a hold of this. I got a hold of this magazine. I'm like looking through this in tech new thing, and it starts talking about Moore's Law. And I'm like, hey, that's kind of interesting because Moore's Law is that every 18 months the computing speed doubles, right? right. Yeah, but it's kind of slowing down. Yeah, but they're like, I read something and I'm paraphrasing. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but they're disputing Moore's Law now. Like Moore's Law was. That was the de facto thing for years, but nowadays it's not so much. But anyways, continue. Well, computing speed is, is like doubling. There is still kind of a kind of a, an equation you can write on the technology, and it's because it because it 
it gets smaller and smaller, but you are limited by kind of. by atoms. You can't. You can't there's go certain this, things. You can't. There's do. only so small you can go. Right. I mean, from from a background perspective, Eric is biotechnology, and I'm computer technology. Okay. What? I just had a really. I just had a, a flash. Flash. Flash, folks. We were just talking about how computers are getting smaller and smaller, and and you're kind of limited by how small they get. What if we could make a biological computer? Douglas Adams, The Meaning of Life, uh, yeah, 42, The yeah. Earth. The Earth is a biological computer. Wow, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps, man. All right, join us next Holy week, Wagner. <laughs> All of a sudden, it just like occurred to me that that is the next step in computing. It's going to be like a, an entire living system. That they're, they're all computers on, them, on their own, but they're all working towards a common, like, like, like a society. They, they work towards, they're controlled to work towards a common goal to figure out problems, how to make human life better. So basically, all human beings are, and all ants are, uh, all right, you, separate computing bits. This, this is gonna, this is gonna feed right into it because right on BBC News, June 2nd, 1999 of all dates, uh, a computer made of neurons taken from leeches has been created by U.S. scientists. You can Google it on your own, but there you go. Right. What does that mean? That means that there's a biological computer that's already been in the works since 1999. Where is it gone? You know, we could do some research, but but here's the thing. Let's just back up. We've 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 introduced a lot of thoughts and ideas thinking, already. Thinking, okay. Thinking, thinking, happy Mondays. I don't want to do any research for the show. Okay. It's just you and me talking. Okay. I, I've got my. Uh, what does that even say? Golden Monkey Beer. Hell yeah, it's a Belgian triple thing? or something. Build Belgian triple ale. It's all right. I have something to say. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's 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 back to the leeches. Um, okay. Now, when uh, when you again, we're not going to do any research. When you reference that, yeah. they were they were talking about making a computer so that it would be a viable thing to make like make money or something. I'm talking about like a larger system. Like, what is the meaning of life? Okay, well, it starts with leeches, and then it and, goes. And perhaps yep. the, 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 and human, each individual human has its own subroutine to run. It goes from and as a society, all those subroutines are put together, and they create a larger program. We're all part of a, a larger program, and and that kind of leads back to Moore's law and and the, the article when I, that I picked out of the garbage, out of the dumpster, <laughs> that was talking about Moore's law that's going to hit a wall, and hafnium is the new. Silicon dioxide. Yeah. Okay. So because you get smaller out of the garbage, you get smaller and smaller and smaller, and you're limited by your by your uh, size uh, computing power. So what do you do? You get bigger. You get bigger. You go bigger, and you and you and you uh, create a network of of telecommunication that can that can tie the bigness together. That's the key: is communication. It's not it's not size; it's communication. Okay. So I'm I'm done. I can't even imagine. If anyone were to be listening to this, the disjointedness of this conversation. Aren't they always, though? Oh, my Didn't God. you know this was going to happen if we were going to do something like this? Kind of. That's the beauty of it. Is it? Are I you sure? Figured. Oh, yeah. You know, we listen to this in about five years, though, we're going to be like, holy shit. We were on Because, you know what? We, <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're, not here, we're not here to solve anything, oh, are we? No. no. We're, 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 we're here to take a break. Take a break? We're here to this take is, a break. This is the brain dump. This is the break. Oh, are we taking brain a break? Brain dump break. Oh. Well, if you ever plan to motor west, Jack, take my way, it's the highway, that's the best. Get your kicks on Route 66. 
no idea where we left off or where we began or what the sound quality is, but our microphone popped out of the jack. Anyways, uh, I played to a packed house. A couple hundred people were there. Uh, fast forward to now. There we go. All right, can I read something real quick? Yeah. Uh, under an arrangement with the state's independent film office, Marcus Theaters Corp., it said Friday... Uh, Friday, January 11th, 2008, that it would guarantee theatrical runs of virtually any feature film shot in Wisconsin. Woohoo! Business Journal uh, serving Greater, greater Milwaukee. Check hey, it out. Will you bookmark that? Um, Just go to Favorites and then add to Favorites. Hit OK. No. no. So, anyways, I actually contacted IFC, the Independent Film Channel, and said, hey guys, I made a movie and it's you know, played to a pre-packed house for the Wisconsin Film Festival. I would enjoy it if you would show it on IFC. You know, who do I got to talk to to make sure that we get all the legality stuff done? And I got a form letter back saying, blah, 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 no. Fill in. <laughs> you forgot to fill in the Mr. Blank. It was basically, no. It was like, no, we're not going to do this. So I was like, well, you know, that's kind of dumb. And you, so, didn't, you didn't put your title in. We can't give you a free subscription. <laughs> so then... Uh, I was listening to the radio, the Mike 92.1, a great local Madison radio station, in the morning, and they had a woman on there who decided... Which just had its 40th? No, second year anniversary? Second year anniversary, correct. They actually almost went off the air, but the Madisonians saved it. You can look that up, too. Just Google it. 92.1, the Mike. Anyways, uh, where was I? Uh, IFC. They had a woman on, on the mic 92.1. She's talking about local film at, at Sundance 608. It's a, a Sundance theater here in Madison. And they're talking about uh, a whole weekend of local film. Say, to uh, Charleston Heston? No, no, no. It's, uh, uh, One of those. The Sundance Kid. Uh, no. Uh, yes, the Sundance Kid. Uh, uh, we, we know his name. The blonde haired dude. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. He's in the National Rifle Association, isn't he? No, that's Charlton Heston. Yeah, is that him? No, who's the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, was in. He was in. Uh, why can't we think of the, He ate all the eggs. Wasn't it Newman? No, 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 no. What we have here is a failure to think of the name of that guy. It, it, he <laughs> played opposite of Paul Newman in The Sundance Kid. Oh, well, see, that, so there was a fundamental connection. Right. Like, I never saw that movie. That's Butch Cassidy. Was, so he was Butch Cassidy? No, he was the Sundance Kid. It's Butch Cassidy, folks. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? I can't even think of his name. Will you go to IMDb while I. Where, where should I go? Meanwhile, anybody listening to this podcast is screaming this person's name at the at the at the computer. So, anyways, this woman's talking about local theaters, uh, local films being played at Sundance. I was like, oh sweet, this is like my opening. This is like uh, serendipity. I, I have to contact these people and say, hey, I have a film. You should show it at your theater. Long story short, well, maybe not. I fill out this long email about, I've got this movie, we did it, it was funny, it played pretty well, we did our own opening uh, at the Orpheum Movie Theater, sold out crowd, etc., you should play it at Sundance. Got a letter back saying, yeah, we'll think about it. Meanwhile, we can't think of the guy who runs the Sundance Theaters. I don't know what I'm supposed to look up. Uh, just go to imdb.com. What, what's the name of the, uh, just what's, 608, Studio 608? Sundance 608, but just go to imdb.com. But don't Google IMDb. Why? It'll give me the first. It'll give me that, and then I can go. Okay. So so now now type in uh, Sun Sundance Kid. <laughs> and, and we have our first dead air. Uh, who is it? What's his name? Uh, Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan? No. Wait. Oh. William Goldman. No, no, William Goldman. Oh. Oh. Uh, Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Robert Redford. Hey. 
Robert, if you're listening. Another fundamental hey, internet connectedness of this show is that we drink beer. <laughs> well, we like to call them RR when we're, you know, just chilling at the crib. Hey, RR. We're eating uh, Paul Newman's salsa. <laughs> we like to boil up a batch of spaghetti. He is in the, he is in the uh, National Rifle Association, by the way, folks. Paul Newman? Yeah, he likes to shoot doves <laughs> out of a cannon at the opening of his films. You know, just like Prince. But he doesn't wear, he wears pants with more butts. Somehow I don't believe you. No, no, I think you're lying to me. <laughs> I'm sitting. Hey, what do you think about this Omagang beer? It's it's a little sweet and heavy, but it's pretty good. Omagang is a Belgium-style Abbey Ale, top fermented and bottle conditioned, yielding a rich, fruity, yeah. aromatic. Is it rich butt fruity? Burgundy and or rich and fruity. Is it rich butt fruity or rich and fruity? Uh, I think it's rich and fruity. <laughs> okay, that's better than being rich butt fruity. Because rich ass. Fruity ass. But rich butt fruity. <laughs> my dad was all about this Oma Gang beer. He's rich butt fruity. My father? It's brewed in Cooperstown, New York, so there's a chance that if you're listening to this across the country, you could pick up a bottle. Hoo-hoo. And now we've hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we have to think about where we've been going here. I, I, uh, I'm... I'm are you tapped? Uh, no, no, I'm not tapped. I just... You I got no more ideas. Oh, ideas. You got nothing else to pontificate about. I'm, I'm thinking about this green what is, what is color the, that I'm looking at here at the wall. Is it it's green? Like, no, it's... It's a like foam. It's let like me, sea foam. Let me tell you... Let me tell it you reminds me of... Uh, let me tell you about this room. Let me tell you about this room. Swimming... We bought this house. We're in Madison, Wisconsin. We bought this house. First house we bought. And it has this back room in the basement. And it's it was kind of a logical choice to put my computer room. It's kind of out of the way. Uh, it's kind of soundproofed a little bit from the rest of the area, and I can do my stuff down here, whatever. It's a sweet ass room, but it needs a lot of work. Well, let me let me let me let me tell you about the in work terms of cleaning. Like yeah. like we said before, you can't even walk into it. We need a photograph of this room because it is just ridiculously. I don't even know what to do with this stuff. You need a bucket that we can piss in down here. That's what you need. <laughs> is, oh, there's a there's a sink, isn't it? <laughs> There is a bucket. No, no. You have a you have like a laundry sink. I have a laundry. Can sink. I go use the laundry sink? I. I, do I want, should we take the mic over there? No. I have used the laundry sink. Right, do you want to just pontificate while I go piss in the laundry go sink? Go right ahead. All right. I. I I'll just. Are you gonna be able to fill the air? I, I hope so. Well, I, 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 I do have a story. Wait, let me. Uh, oh, well, go ahead. I, mean, I have a story. I was gonna like. I was gonna like uh, Google like the letter Q or something, and then the first thing that popped up. Oh, then we just read. Just recite. Like. We, we've hit the wall. We have nothing to do. I'm going to read you random websites that come up in Google. Or you can discuss your... Uh, your, your <laughs> That's another story for another day. So, anyways, we move into this house. It's got this back room in the basement uh, that's that's finished off. It's carpeted, uh, whatever. Um, you know, I kind of live in, like, a 50s-ish suburb. So, you know, the rules that would normally take place in kind of a suburb where you're, you can't have a fence and... Your mailboxes all have to be the same color. They, they don't apply anymore. The statute of limitations is up. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So anyways, we get in this room, and this room has got um, just this awful... I don't even remember what color the... the uh, it had wallpaper, and it's, you know, it's 2000s, right? So wallpaper's out, right? Wallpaper doesn't even exist anymore. I mean, I guess you can buy still buy wallpaper, but it's not really a common decorative wall covering anymore. Paint. Paint is where it's at. Not only that, it was trimmed with pheasant, uh, uh, just like this weird pheasant 
trim all around the, the top of it. So my wife and I, and I think at the time she wasn't my wife, so she was just my girlfriend at the time, uh, close to being my wife. We came down here and we said, all right, this is ridiculous. This, this crap has got to go. There's a lot of green uh, and stripes in it, and, and the pheasants, of course. And so we spent the time, we pulled the wallpaper down, and uh, uh, we went to uh, the local Menards, and we picked out a color of paint. And my idea for the paint was to have something kind of kind of outdoorsy. There's, there's one window in here, and the one window, you really can't see any sunlight. So I wanted it to kind of like pop, right? I wanted you to come down into this room and be like, okay, I'm not depressed because I can't see the sun. So we're like, let's get kind of like a light green color to be kind of earthy and, and to, to not be depressed. The color we ended up with, Eric, what would you describe the color of these walls? Seafoam green. Seafoam green. I like to call it blue moon. It reminds me of blue moon ice cream. So, so I, I happened to come back into the room and I was a, a little bored, so I decided to type in www.pop.com. And it's actually the first word city. that I heard. Jeremy say, and, it, and it's uh, the movies website. But it looks like Circuit City's website. And uh, the bucket ass by uh, the, the, the bucket guy with the teeth and the, and the black guy uh, is the yeah. movie. Uh, the bucket list. We're not good with references. William Defoe and no. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson and the black dude. And uh, from Shawshank Redemption. Who's the black dude? What? You know, this is this is why this show may not work. We're good at talking. But we're not good. This is why we overdub. This is what Frank Zappa did. Oh, he, he wasn't a very good musician. Well, actually, he was. He could he could do some solos. But who's the black dude? Uh, For God's sake! Um, well, this is uh, William. No, um, he was in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he and he was March of the Penguin. It's a oh. He was either either three, get, three, three letter word. Heaven, three letter get, get 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 and, and that's my impression. Eric, are you good? Are you good at impressions? Give me your George Bush impression. Well, you know, I think if we, uh, if we, if we, we have to, we have to, I, no, I'm not very good at George Bush. George okay. Bush is, is kind of difficult to do. I never really tried to do See, him that well. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like Dana Carvey's impression of George Bush Sr. It sounds like you doing an impression of Dana Carvey doing George Could Bush Could be where Sr. I got it from. Could be because I don't listen. You don't, you know what? George Bush doesn't do very many press conferences, so I don't get a chance to hear him very often. You know, I've downloaded. Do you, do you have an impression? Of of uh, anyway. Kermit Frog. Uh, Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. See, I, I have no impression. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, we'll be burning light from the little pigs. Uh, <coughs> see, I've I've decided. I have decided that. I'm Water, dude. Hey, I've got some chicken. You want some more? Hey, I'll get the fat bastard. Hey, you want to do some of that fat bastard? No, I could just I could do that, you know, a general uh, Irish guy, you know, I could do that, and you could do an if you could do a very good um, English, a very high English, yes, perhaps. Oh, uh, uh, a bit more tea. How about a German? Can you do a German? Of course, you can do a German. Well, that would be very difficult, but I could probably pull it off if I really tried. But I then I turned into Indian. All of my accents, oh, I would tend to sound Indian. It's very easy to do an Indian accent. <laughs> Now, I've decided that, and, and maybe you can help me out on this, I don't think I have a broadcast voice. I don't think I do either. Not at all. A lot of nasal. A lot of nasal here. you got a lot of nasal. Sometimes nasal plays off. Like, uh, uh, for example, Gordon Gano of The Violent Thefts. Very nasal. But yeah, he's got good songs. Oh, he's he's got, got, he doesn't talk. If he talks, people lose interest. That's why I, see, that's why I keep saying I'm bored. I'm bored. 
Like, or, 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 or um, uh, Jack White from The White Stripes. Very nasally sings. Voice. You, uh, I've never heard him talk. You ever heard the guy talk? I've never heard the guy talk. I've never heard. Is, is this a speakers? No, I don't think he'd overdose something over later, maybe. Oh, we could Jack overdose something. Okay. I've heard him talk on The Daily Show. I don't remember what he sounded like. My point is, is like, I don't know that I've got a, a broadcast voice, and I certainly don't mm-hmm. have any impressions. Have you been timing this? What would that be? Uh, yeah, we're, we're at about 40 minutes. Holy you know, crap. We should probably, uh, should we wrap it up and like, I don't know. I mean, we, uh, you've been, uh, you've been pontificating over there for a while. I, that, that's definitely, Is this the you spot? need another chair like that and, and another mic like that. Then, then we're gold. Well, episode two is going to have, then we're golden. Uh, microphone. Well, microphone hookup. What? Microphone hookup. Yeah, we're, I don't know. Where have we gone? Where did we come from? Well, 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 all right. So if we're the fundamental interconnectedness of all things, let's wrap it back up to the beginning, which is, all right, Tanukis, that was pretty early. Well, did we actually ever introduce ourselves and what, who we are? You're the, you're the schwag whore, and I'm the uh, I'm Schopenhauer, so that's all there is need to be said. I, I think Schopenhauer we, and the schwag whore. I think... S&SW show. See, I think we should really talk about our backgrounds and why, why would people want to listen right. to us. Uh, because we're Midwestern people that have a, a, what, uh, a good a take on, on what... Uh, and the ability to record our voices somewhat awfully. At least for this show. We have a much more open mind than most of the people that live in our particular area of the, of the United States, as it were. And we're generally looked down upon as a, as a Midwestern state and not considered to be very up there in terms of, you know, ideas and new ideas and whatnot, and technology, and I keep saying ideas, I keep thinking about ideas. Can I tell you that when I first envisioned us doing this, and, and I really, I, w- I would really like this to be a weekly gig, and, and maybe, maybe not even weekly, maybe, maybe like two shows, we do, like, we do two shows in a row, hear me, hear me out, hear me out, wait, wait, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> Leave the key at the door. <laughs> I mean, forgot. I envision this being. Oh, I love you. Just do me tonight, and I'll respect you. I will respect you if you listen to us in the morning. I already told you. You know, as gay as I may be, I don't find you attractive. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. There's, there's I a point. Had three beers, and I there's a point. There's a point. I made that reference, but it wasn't. It doesn't necessarily have to be taken literally. It can be taken because that's the fu- that's the beauty of the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Because you can you can take a situation that makes a point and and uh, like like subtract yourself some from it to a, to, to such a, a degree that it's that your objective and you can just get the point that was made there and then impose that point on another set of of, of uh, situation on another situation that will be funny if you make the same point. You see what I'm saying? So when 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 you said oh it, it, that that particular reference was about how well yeah we're Midwestern people and we 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 think we have more ideas than most people think we do. and you said well when I envisioned this you know it was gonna be it was gonna be like a weekly thing well maybe two nights and <laughs> then well, it was but, like but, it was like I you, totally thought of like a, a relationship and this reminded me of like movies where they build these these crescendos of relationships where it's like oh I love you like the song by Meatloaf now I'm praying for the end of time 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 now I'm praying for the end of time
Oh man, we played that at my wedding. Oh, I had a great time. Song that. is like that? 15 minutes. I'm sing with Sarah. Sarah, if you're listening to this, wow. Heads up. That was a great. That was great. My point was, is like, I. 40, 45 minute show, right? Of just us bullshitting. How many 40, 45 minute bullshitting shows can we kick out in one night? Probably two. Then we don't have to meet next week. And then we can have fresh ideas two weeks from now. No, I got fresh ideas rolling oh, up to this. All the time. Oh my so god. So basically, if we would hit stop now and oh, make a 45 minute yeah. episode and then just start all over and make a whole new episode. We should probably, like, dub this down, yeah. Y- well, then. You would. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh. Is that, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Uh, and you should, you know, do we need a catchphrase? Like goodbye, is that it? Toodles. Choose. Adios. Be spelled. Goodbye. Farewell. I'll feed you. Saying I'll do. do. I mean, seriously, should we come up with a, a, a goodbye? Or do we just just, just end it? Well, well this week, folks, uh, we're going to leave you with uh, one piece of wisdom. That was given to me by uh, it, it, an wait, ancient, wait, an ancient wait, wait. man on a hill, and on, he wait. said that always. No, no, it was save, never. Save it for the next show. Let, let me stop you. If you could go out on a song, what song would you go out on? New York, New York, maybe. I don't know. What song is that? It's a hell of a town. New York, New York. What is that like by Dean? Start Dean? spreading the news. You would, you would go on that song? Like, no, I don't know. Like, like this would all fade out and be like, Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. No, no, it might be something like uh No, I don't think he'd go on a music. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Before we can end this podcast, do you have to pick a song? Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? No. That's like a downer. Is it? Well, it's totally a downer. No, but he comes back and says, um, okay. Well, I mean, I'm okay. No, what? Um, we can do anything in post production. We could do. We could do a uh, uh, the frog. You go out on Odd the frog. Maybe that's a good sign. It is kind of upbeat. All right, we're going on on the frog. No, wait, wait, wait. We can discuss this more. We can. We can go out on the. We. You know what I think we should start with though. We should start with the dun 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 dun. Star Wars. You know what I always start out with? Did you ever see Pump Up the Volume? That's the guy with the hair that goes up here. No, 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 The square hair, the black square hair. No, that's kid and play. No, no. Yeah, the Pump Up the Volume. Pump Up the Volume is with Christian Slater. He's like the underground radio DJ. Oh, you didn't see Pump Up? I lent you the DVD. No, you didn't. Oh my gosh! And if I didn't lend you the DVD, I need you. Pump up the volume. He's like a, he's a pirate radio DJ, and he's uh, filling all of these high school students. He's a high school student. He's filling all these high school students with minds. The, the 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 movie starts off with this line: "Did you ever get the feeling that everything in America is completely fucked up?" And then it just goes off from there. And so he's just like he's frustrated with uh, society and norms. <coughs> he's a little bit like you, you know, where it, it's just like doing like the things that you're supposed to be doing like just doesn't quite make sense to him so he's just got like this pirate radio station and he gets more and more popular and the FCC kind of cracks down on him and uh, anyways the point is is the song I would start with is the Leonard Cohen song but performed by Concrete Blonde everybody knows you may not know what I'm talking about but when we do this thing in post-production you'll hear it do you, know Do you sing it? Everybody knows that the dice are loaded. Yeah, that's all I really know. But yeah, it'll be great. And it was in the movie Pump Up the Volume. You didn't see Pump Up the Volume. I might have. Slater? It probably didn't make that big of an impression on me. 1990? It's a fantastic <clears throat> film. You should see it. 
I want you to do that. I think I saw it. Alright, let's let's wrap this up. What song would you go out on? Let's go out on a song and then let's do we have a catchphrase like have a good week. See you next week. Uh, be safe. Don't piss on your hand. Don't piss on <laughs> uh, you see that thing? I'm pissed on it. I'm pissed on it. Alright. What's uh, whatever. Have a good week. Since I've got you on